Welcome to the Legal Sector Resilience Podcast, a series of one-to-one conversations with the people who are passionate about helping you create strong, relevant, and thriving legal practices, led by me, Emma Waddingham, editor of Legal News Wales. Expect discussions around technology, pricing, people, culture, compliance, leadership, finance, and more to help inspire you to confidently invest in the tools and solutions to help elevate, sustain, and grow your legal practice. draws to a close, I invited Karen Jones, Director of our exclusive legal recruitment partner, TSR Legal, to join me for a chat to understand how law firms in Wales have approached recruitment this year, what's been different in 2022, the challenges and success stories, and what she thinks employers and candidates should consider over the winter break as we head into the new year. Hi Karen, how are you? Yeah, I'm really good, thanks. Nice to see you this afternoon. And it's very, very good to be in here. It's absolutely freezing outside. (laughs) Usually I don't like to timestamp a podcast, but this is an end of year podcast, so I don't mind um, just kind of reporting on the cold snap. So, um, So we've, you know, I speak to law firms as you do every day and and the recruitment is something that comes up over and over again but also retention um and and so how's the year been for you as TSR obviously first it's been a really interesting year I think during um during lockdown and sort of coming out of lockdown in 2021 there was a lot of recruitment going on so I think at the beginning of this year there's a lot of bedding down Mm -hmm. people were sort of onboarding people and getting used to the teams that they had already in the second quarter things started to get really busy again and um, we've had high demand um, particularly in the commercial corporate and real estate divisions mm-hmm. um, conveyancing remains strong and despite a lot of talk about recession um, we are seeing pockets where it's very strong at the end of the year even though there are some firms that are actually making um, staff like, or getting rid of staff making people redundant there are a lot of firms that are still actively mm. recruiting and doing really well um, I think it's been a challenging year because there's been a real shortage of candidates because a lot of people moved last year mm. and this year they're perhaps not looking to to leave so it's been a lot tighter um, I think a lot of you know the recruitment teams in-house and in agencies have found it very difficult to sort of source really good candidates but yeah. in the latter part of the year I'm starting to see more senior people yeah. um, who are actually starting to, to look for a new role um, there doesn't seem to be any negativity about the market um, despite again lots of press coverage in terms of oh, we're in recession or you know interest rates we've got a problem coming in January 2023 we're still still seeing a lot of clients who are still really actively recruiting a lot that we've met with in the last quarter that have said we've got great plans for 2023 mm. we need to get the right people in place so you know it's been an it's been an interesting and challenging year but quite an exciting year and I think 2023 will be you know another quite positive exciting year for us definitely and I can imagine that over the past couple of years and yeah, I think Covid in all sectors had a, a role to play in people perhaps moving perhaps people have felt that they were already out of a company if yeah. they're working from home and you know some of the issues that they were facing were maybe job related so moving on that can affect a culture in a firm you've got lots of new people I look around the firms yeah. I speak to and you know oh my goodness I didn't realise you'd moved here yeah. and, and so the firms and teams are looking very different and of course that will have an impact on workay so what kind of 
culturally who are we missing as well as on a work basis and yeah. having to kind of relook at themselves yeah. um, on that level um, and so I'm sure that changes their recruitment message as well um, and uh, you know well-being was a huge issue uh, uh, there was lots of talk about working remotely I don't think from my perspective that seems to have happened on the scale that we were expecting this year yeah definitely we're um, so really interestingly going into 2022 there was still a real push to have people remotely working um, we started seeing um, candidates at the beginning of the year that perhaps had qualified and trained during covid and been sort of at home away from their teams that were being really honest with us and saying look I feel like I've got a skills gap I the stuff that I don't know I don't feel confident necessarily moving into a role where they're expecting x y and z mm. from me where I don't feel that I can deliver that because I haven't you know haven't had the the exposure to it because of being yeah. at home so moving through the year we've, we've kind of seen clients say well we can do hybrid working but there has been more and more of a push in terms of getting people back into the office we are now having clients that are saying to us point blank they don't want anybody working remotely they want mm-hmm. people that can come into the office yeah. they want their teams together they're sort of positioning themselves so if the market does get diff- difficult of course you know there's a lot of talk about it that the team's very tight they work yeah. together that they, um, they they know each other and they, they have the right experience so there's been a real swing yeah. um, I'm also seeing it from candidates there are you know there are some candidates who just want to work at home but I think the opportunities for them are proving more and more difficult mm. um, I think that there are people that are saying to me I'm absolutely fed up of working at home that I want to go back yeah. in an office I want to meet people I want to get dressed yeah. in the morning and, and go to work and make contacts um, so I think there's a real shift and it'll be you know I have no idea how it's going to work next year I don't know how things are going to change mm. and you know I've been a recruiter for a very long time and this year has been just a roller coaster and yeah. I've not really seen anything like it so I'm sort of sitting here thinking right I wonder what 2023 will bring how so, nimble do we yeah. have to be and when you say about opportunities perhaps aren't there for people working at home is that that maybe um, it's difficult for them to progress within an organization or they're not spotting opportunities to work on particular cases because they're not face to face with those teams or what, what is I, it that I think for a lot of young lawyers that trained um, during lockdown it's very difficult because you learn from other people mm. um, you know I know that every single day I learn from people around me so I think if you're at home just working at home perhaps working on teams you can't get a measure of things yeah. as much as you would in the office sometimes it's difficult to share information you know if you're sitting in an office with your team and you need an answer for things quickly then you just ask and mm. um, then somebody else will give you the information and I think there is a real um, there's a real need to give people flexibility and to let them work at home if they need to be able to work at home and it makes sure. things easier for them in the long term. There also has to be realisation that actually you do need to be with other people and you do need to you do need to learn those things, those sort of soft skills that you wouldn't necessarily learn yeah. when you're just completely on your own. And I think, you know, I've seen I've seen a good few younger lawyers that have really lost their confidence because of it and mm. you know, had to work quite hard with them to build that confidence back up and make sure that they've gone into the right roles where they will be supported and they will feel that they're yeah. sort of catching up so you know I think I think there's pros and cons of everything I mean in our own workplace we work at home we work in the office yeah. it, you know it depends what we're doing how we're working sometimes we've all got to be together at the times we can work 
No, so I think it's just about sensible. Yeah, I was going to say that common women. sense approach, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it's as hard. You know, the, the obviously smaller teams may, might be able to be that little bit more flexible and nimble on a yeah. day-to-day basis. I suppose if you're employing, you know, over kind of fifty people, it becomes a little bit difficult, and you've got equity in that. But um, but yeah, most most of the firms that I'll speak to, um, yeah. a broad brush representation of Wales will be back in the office and and reaping the rewards from that. I suppose. Interesting. Though. I've had a, I had a couple of people that have said me I want to leave my current employment because I'm part of a team but when I go in the office there's nobody there and so I want to be part of that team Um, and that might be because they're hot desking or because you know they've had a very much working at home policy Mm -hmm. Um, and I think interestingly enough I think that the firms in Wales have reverted quicker to being more sort of working in the office and Mm -hmm. less hybrid than the firms perhaps in the southwest or over the bridge you know? I was going to ask you about that actually and it, it, are things different in the Welsh market yeah. um, compared to because I know you do an awful lot of work obviously in London Bristol yeah. um, and, and more widely which is why we love working with you yeah. um, to get that insight um, and ha- how slightly are, are things different um, I think the firms in Bristol have a, a probably stronger working at home policies and so I think a lot more people are working at home. I know that recruit, recruitment in Bristol over the last two years has been really focused on getting people from outside of the region. Mm. So I know that the Bristol market has come into Cardiff and poached a lot of our sort of mid-level lawyers um, and so they've had to be able to offer them that flexible working because if you live in Swansea and you're working for a firm oh, in Bristol sure. it's you know it's a really big commute um, so I think the firms in Bristol have been slower to revert but I am starting to see it now yeah. so some of the bigger firms that we work with are actually starting to say to me we're in the office three or perhaps four days a week now mm. whereas even 12 months ago they were saying oh if someone could come into the office one or two days a week but in Wales I think things have reverted yeah. Uh, quicker to be to be honest absolutely yeah. and, and you know the money has always been an issue hasn't it yeah. in terms of p- salaries maybe higher or perceived to be higher in Bristol and yeah. um, and there's a point of difference in Wales and actually maybe cost of living say let's say Cardiff isn't any different to living in, in, in Bristol right now you know the house prices are increasing and all sorts but um, it's not just about money though is it no no, no. it's not, a, not just about money I mean a, a lot of the firms in Cardiff have been really um, been really clever about sort of reviewing their salaries looking at where they are in the marketplace making sure they're an attractive option mm. um, but it's not just about money and more often than not there's always an underlying reason perhaps it's not the right kind of work for them it's not the right culture for them mm. um, it's not you know it doesn't suit their needs outside of outside of work as well as in work mm-hmm. you know because I, I think there's been a real shift in culture overall in in the whole workforce in the yes. last five years you know in that you're not just there to work you're not just you know you've got a life outside of yeah. work and it's kind of you've got to kind of have that balance um so I think yeah it's, it's, it's so things like benefits for example yeah. and health healthcare is probably quite high up many people's agenda massively and I think with all the problems that we've got in the health service at the moment I've had a lot of people that have come to me and said private health care is the most important thing I Gosh. want private health care yeah. but a couple that want better maternity mm-hmm. um, um, benefits and you know um, maternity leave and what I find really positive um, as, as you know as a young single mum working mum is that a lot of women can come to me now and say I want to move because I want better maternity yeah. um, and benefits and so I want you to move me for that and I can be open and honest with my clients about that yeah. whereas maybe 10 years ago that wasn't you know it wasn't a conversation you were able to have whereas you can now so yeah, yeah but private medical um, care is really important on people's 
list of benefits at the moment, I would say. Fantastic, thank you. Um, so what are the challenges for the employers uh, that you work with? I think um, there's a shortage of candidates. I think even now, um, I think there's still sort of some fallback from the last recession that we were in in terms of like people didn't qualify into certain practice areas yeah. so when we're looking for senior associates and more senior lawyers there is a bit of a skills gap so that's a problem right i think we've been massively raided by other yeah. cities i think people have suddenly woken up to the fact that in wales we've got great people we've got great firms we've got yeah. good quality people and they're like we want those people and so they're coming in and offering them huge amounts Victim of money of our own success yes yeah. absolutely <laughs> um, it's positive in lots of ways because you know i think even even in the last sort of three or four years people didn't perhaps see cardiff as as you know having the talent pool that it's got um that i know that it's got mm. but they, you know they've recognized that during lockdown and they've gone right okay we'll go in there and you know <laughs> take lots of people out of, out of out of wales so i think i also think there's a lot of opportunity for people i think you know if a candidate comes to us um and they want you know a, a role there's probably four or five possibly six options for that candidate mm. so there, you know it becomes very competitive it becomes very time consuming so I think as a recruiter we have to just find out about the person not just about what their experience is but about the person where we think they're culturally mm. would fit best you know um, and what the opportunity would be for them if they move to you know this firm or to that firm so that you don't get your clients into a you know like this wheel of hell where they're interviewing lots of people oh, I'm constantly they, moving about yeah. as well as a result yeah. absolutely and, and and possibly one of the reasons that might have caused that is a, a money kind of flag yeah. isn't it you know come to us and and we get that from an employer's point of view it's yeah. totally understandable um but then obviously there are employers that are going to lose out because those individuals move from from venture it's like the eternal recruitment retention yeah. problem isn't it i yeah. suppose and it, but that's the reality um it's very difficult as well because obviously we've got this cost of living crisis so prices of everything are going up and mm. people's money is worth in real terms less and so um, but businesses are in the same situation, so it's yeah. it's it's a, it's a really fine balancing act between being able to pay people, you know, a fair salary and a competitive salary in the market, with what affects them as a business and how they can continue to operate as a business. And um, you know, I think some of the, it'd be surprised actually some of the bigger firms are feeling it as well as sort of the mid yeah. small smaller firms well we've seen a lot of um you know from my point of view seen a lot on linkedin for example where people post where they've, they've moved on to a new yeah. role and you're seeing them move from some of the larger firms into perhaps some of the the larger high street firms as yeah. well, or, or, or kind of specialist firms and um and that's really heartening to see that they're bringing those skills in and that those firms yeah. are growing and, and maybe specializing a certain area but of course you've got to fill those roles in other places as well haven't yeah. you and yeah it does make it really difficult so how are some of the firms that you work with how are they overcoming some of these challenges that they're facing or do you think they're still in a bit of a flux about it at the moment some of them have got brilliant in-house recruiters that we work really well with mm-hmm. who are actually really helpful for us as a recruitment agency because if you have the if you have a really strong relationship with the recruiter that's in-house then you can learn more about the culture mm. um you know they're very fair you get used to working together it's almost like an ex- being an extension of their team so um so some of the firms that have got in-house recruiters have done quite well and have been able to tap into the market. I think there are still some firms that have, it's proving incredibly difficult. Um, but what, what I like to see in Wales is there's been lots of innovation in terms of firms looking outside the box a bit and thinking, actually, I could instead of I need 
a candidate in this rigid mm. job spec actually I might consider somebody from a different background or I might consider somebody who doesn't have that experience so it's been quite liberating in some ways as well and so. that really ties in to um, what we've been discussing in the other resilience podcast on what I speak to Yayan um, from Validian and we're talking about technology and he said sometimes you know innovation even though I'm not a massive fan of that word it, it's more about looking at process it might not be about tech it's yeah. what could we do better within the organisation to make from a retention point of view uh, or growth and to attract new people how to make their job as easy as possible to help them do what they do best and yeah. kind of relieve them of, of other areas now that might be tech it might be bringing in external kind of bolt-on teams to help them with certain processes say in conveyancing yeah. um and again last last time we spoke to sean jardine from um big yellow penguin about value pricing so the idea that we'll go for the work that is of value to you the clients value it they're happy to pay for it your solicitor's leaving at 5 30 knowing they've done a really good job they've got the right money for yeah. it and they don't feel the stress and you're not chasing the work that's actually not bringing the team any value and demanding you to kind of bring in a swathe of people that aren't there you know there's only so many times you can be moving people around the market it's really interesting yeah that you say that because we're actually starting to see firms um look at you know their teams as well look at better training better development better career structures Mm. for people so people can actually see where they're adding value and the work that they're doing where that's taking their career yeah. instead of this is the role of a associate or this is the role of a senior associate they, they, you know this More is the tangible work. yeah mm-hmm. this is this is how we want you involved with our clients this is how we see that you will develop your career moving forward there's been a lot of that there's been a lot more training a lot more developing Brilliant. we've seen a lot more of that this year a lot more um, planning and a lot more uh, i don't know um like giving people prospects rather yeah. than right you're here as a senior associate or you're here as an associate that's your job yeah it's, it's like climb the ladder yeah. or don't absolutely yeah. and it's rounding off those other skills for a professional other than just the legal as well isn't yeah. it so you know we all know there is a business development role yeah. uh, within every fundamentally every lawyer's role and, um, and and that's not for everybody and that takes career development and training yeah. and sitting by next to somebody hearing them on the phone being in a, in a meeting with the clients picking up on body yeah. language and how you might be changing um, for particular clients as well so yeah it's really good to hear that um, and, and that does help people feel perhaps a little bit more settled they found the right firm they're yeah. happy to be part of this kind of cohesive team yeah. um, to help the, the, the team do more we've also seen uh, a fair number of firms coming across the bridge so yeah. national brands Erwin Mitchell's a good example of that HCR law yeah. celebrated their, their Cardiff office recently all are recruiting, all are growing. Um, there's lots of people hopping around, as you would expect. Yeah. Um, and that puts a little bit of pressure on other firms, but the competitions that's probably Good, quite healthy, yeah. absolutely. Um, do you expect to see more of that, do you think, with not people just kind of raiding the Welsh market, but perhaps trying to yes. get involved? Yeah, Yeah, I think, like I say, I think that, um, you know, for quite a long time we've sort of been seen as a bit of a sleepy backwater. Mm-hmm. And then I think in probably the last five years, particularly, people have actually realised we've got good quality people here. Yeah. we've had a lot of economic migrants move into the area because they want a different quality of life mm. I personally have moved a lot of people from overseas from like the Middle East and from London um, in this direction because they, you know they want out of the city they yeah. want, so I think I think firms are starting to see that as an opportunity they can have a much um, lower cost base here and service their clients from here and it's not a problem and I think also technology and the fact that people 
during lockdown, people got used to people being remote. Mm. I think people, I think firms are starting to think, well, okay, well, do we actually need this office in yeah. London or the outskirts of London? Perhaps we can move it into a regional office. Absolutely. Um, it's taken advantage of that global yeah. marketplace yeah, totally. as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we've seen a lot of investment um, recently in, in, in people's like their website, their shop window. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if you're not being seen on the high, lots of actually law firms leaving the high street as well and moving, yeah. uh, perhaps still within the centre of towns, but certainly, um, certainly moving away from perhaps near being near the train yes. station for example Absolutely. because they've got that confidence um and so and let's so let's look at the candidates we talked a little bit more about what they already about what they're looking for um is there anything else that you would say you know in terms of like are they being quite realistic at the moment because i know particularly during the pandemic it all started to get a little bit out of proportion i think yeah, I think it did, yeah. yeah. um slightly so um but like i said we're seeing a lot of senior candidates on the move at the moment so they always um, they have different reasons for leaving perhaps than you would have if you were sort of NQ or a couple mm. of years qualified um, people are moving for money it is about money because people are obviously feeling the cost of living so if they can get the fit, you know the same kind of work in a different firm with more money that's what they're going to do mm. um, I think the lower end of the salaries have shot up through the roof not so much at senior level um, but more sort of you know you're not to Five or six years qualified, mm. and their salaries have gone up through the roof. And I think a lot of candidates have seen their colleagues move to firms for a lot more money. So yes. there's, there's a lot of that going on. Because yeah. um, we didn't see, I, I don't know. Tell me if I'm if I'm wrong, but there wasn't as many senior associates moving in the last two years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whereas now people are starting to think. I think people are just starting to think that we've been through a pandemic. We've been through all sorts of other things. So. A recession well hey ho let's just give it a go anyway absolutely there's, there's a bit of that going on yeah um there are some people that are really worried about it and sort of bedding down and saying like okay maybe i'll look in six months time but um that was almost around about the september october time this year mm-hmm. and then come november things seems to seem to have reverted back to almost normal and we're really busy for december wow i was going to yeah. ask you that how's the end of year when you're thinking well maybe just bed down it's freezing cold out there we've got lots of other things to, yeah, to kind of busy. focus on we're really Gosh, busy okay. yeah yeah got a lot of uh, clients who are just almost ignoring christmas yeah. just like we want people can you just get people in can you know mm. can we interview can we see people um, and candidates as well just saying like, I just want to get on with it because yeah. in 10 days time it'll all be over and I'm looking for a job or, yeah and I want to yeah. start the new year yeah. with a bit of a new outlook yeah. I, I feel like I'm in a position to move and I think it goes back from the employer's point is going back to the fact that the firms have got big ambitions a lot yeah. of the firms I, I work with or speak to they have huge growth plans for next year yeah. and they've been growing silently already and then they want to kind of there'll be lots of news I think in the new year of all these big announcements and new offices yeah. and growth uh, which I'm very excited about um, but um, but yeah, that, that, that's a great that's great news for Wales, obviously. And a lot of clients are now realising that there is a really good like shortage of candidates. So if they see someone really good, then they just get in there. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's Christmas Hook Eve or whatever. Yeah. Just talk them out. Let's just see them. So you know. being a bit more proactive, I suppose. Yeah. About we've it as got well, interviews yeah. going up to the twenty third and in between Christmas and New Year because clients are like, I need to take the opportunity to see them. Yeah. A couple of clients have said, I'll take this opportunity while we're not so busy dealing with other things. Client work. Getting, mm. getting people in so I can see them, so I can kind of work out what I'm going to do with my team next next year. So well, I hope that means you get some time off, a little bit of time off over Christmas Hopefully. to review. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so so what should employers and candidates think uh, be, be kind of thinking about then as they head into 2023? If they perhaps, um, if the candidates already have a mindset, they either do want to move or they don't perhaps, but certainly with employers, 
what should they be thinking about? Should just be thinking about you know how how their brand is perceived to candidates, how they you know they you know they're being marketed out in in the market, mm. who their relationships are with, because often working with a really good recruiter can massively. Mm change things for a firm I mean I've I've done a lot of opening of new offices in Cardiff so there's been a lot of firms that I've worked with that have opened new offices and I've been instrumental in helping them recruit mm. there and so have my team so I think it's about you know what makes us attractive why would somebody want to come and work for us what can we do to attract those people yeah. how, how is our brand perceived in the market you know what can we do to overcome any issues that we've got you know what can we do to retain the people that we've got but also bring yeah. other good people into the business absolutely and, and that internal engagement and yeah. those discussions are so important I know I talk about this um, a lot with um, my own kind of my marketing world which is it's not just about what you're selling to clients it's internally who are Absolutely. you as a culture and, yeah. and how are you putting yourself out there because the first thing we go and do is look at their website and yeah. have a look at obviously legal director and she's always really helpful but um, and I know they've just come through <laughs> a deadline massive deadline just before and just after Christmas yeah. so it's really lucky um, for anyone that's having to do those but they, things like that do help um, and being consistent in your messaging and then so of course when you're writing your recruitment adverts yeah. um, it's all making sense and you feel like it's not just for the sake of the advert it's yeah. it's it's a truth isn't it absolutely and I think as well that the message you give to your employees internally as well mm. because then they obviously talk to their friends you talk to of course you know and I think that then gets out in the market and people think oh I would really like to work for that firm I mean I know I get people that phone me up and say I know you work with this firm or that firm can you open the door for me can you get me in front of that client so that does happen so and that's where as a consultant you add value because you've got that helicopter view that position you can um you can be honest with your clients so whether they're candidates or employers and say well look you know this is where everybody else is in the market that level of insight is really valuable um hence obviously where you're working with the in-house recruitment teams as well um just to kind of top off that that strategic advice and being able to have probably quite difficult conversations as well yeah sometimes you have to um be be amazed the things we get asked to do as recruitment consultants you know some of the um some of the conversations we have to have can be difficult you know this isn't going to work that you've really under offers here this is what's going to happen i think if you're just really honest with the client Mm. you're really honest with the candidate then yours get through it you know absolutely i've done some tricky moves this year so <laughs> well you should definitely be celebrating um i'd say over the festive period and, and recharging for 23 um so karen it's, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you is there anything else that you'd like to share just to top off kind of an end of year summary uh, to the sector in wales just that i think there's a lot of talk in the press about you know a bit of doom and gloom and a bit of, about recession I mean I, I work with law firms in London I'm not massively seeing it at the moment mm. and normally as recruiters we see it first you yes. know we start to start to feel the market downturn I just think if um just keep a positive mindset really for 2023 absolutely it'll happen and um and just yeah and everyone have a fantastic uh, festive season karen it's been a pleasure to come in and see thank you thank you so much it's really lovely to see you you too i'm dreading going having to go back outside but <laughs> i'll wrap up absolutely warm <laughs> turn the heating on especially for you thank you it's very much appreciated i will i will speak to you soon thanks again thank you for joining us all our episodes of the Legal Sector Resilience podcast are available on LegalNewsWales.com with further signposting or on all good podcasting apps. 